When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the midterm review. So I'm going to go through every single question that's on your midterm review. Um, so you might want to have it out. So if you haven't done it yet, you can type it into the uh, type in the answers as we go. Um, and you can, uh, or if you just want to listen to it to prepare for the test, that's a good idea as well. All right. So I'm going to go through these. Uh, I'm going to try and be as uh, quick and as brief as possible with the answers. All right. So the first one said, what is the main purpose of the First Amendment? Remember, there are five things that are in the First Amendment. You've got freedom of speech, press, religion, assembly, and petition. And all of those uh, are going to guarantee our civil liberties. So those are some of our basic civil liberties that we have, and they're all guaranteed uh, and protected with the First Amendment. So for the test, just remember civil liberties, and I think you'll be okay. The second thing says the structure of the government of the United States allows for the legislative branch to write laws, <clears throat> the executive branch to enforce laws, and the judicial branch to interpret laws jointly. What is that called? So when we keep all of those things separate, that's the separation of powers. Uh, so when we don't want to have one person or one group have all those powers, we separate them out. That is the separation of powers. Taxes can be levied on U.S. citizens by both the federal and state governments. What's that called? That's concurrent powers. So when both state and local and uh, federal government, excuse me, can do something that is concurrent. They share the ability to taxes. The Federalist Papers were written to encourage what? The ratification of the Constitution. <clears throat> what are the qualifications for? And it's the U.S. Senator and the House of Representatives. Remember, they're kind of similar, but they're different. For a senator, you got to be 30 years old. You have to have been a citizen for nine years and you have to live in the state that you're going to run in. So 30 years old to be a senator, nine years a citizen, and live in the state that you're going to run in. To be a House of Representatives member, you got to be 25 years old, seven years a citizen, and you still have to live in the state that you're going to run in. So the big difference is the age, 30 versus 25, and how long you've been a citizen, nine versus seven. What's the main purpose of congressional committees? Remember, that's where they're going to work on the laws and bills. So Congress is going to introduce bills throughout the, the term, and each one is going to go to a committee, and that's where they're going to get worked on and edited and changed and all that kind of good stuff. What do lobbyists do? Uh, the main thing to remember for the test is their goal is to influence government policies. All right, and I gave the example uh, in class when we did this review question about the NRA. The NRA is the National Rifle Association. Uh, they are pro-gun. So if Congress was to start trying to pass a law that's going to be anti-gun, that's going to ban all guns, the NRA is going to hire a lobbyist all right, to try and influence Congress and the government to not pass that law. Next one, when a bill is researched, written, and edited, those work is done in a committee. So we kind of said that earlier when we said, what's the main purpose of a congressional committee to do the, the work and the editing and all that kind of stuff. So when one is researched, written, and edited, the work is done in a committee. What completes the sequence? Now, the test is going to be an image, I believe. Uh, the House of Reps passes a spending bill. The Senate debates the spending bill. 
the Senate passes the spending bill, uh, the next step is going to be the president having to act on the bill. And the president can sign it or he can veto it. If a president rejects a veto, I mean, a rejects a veto. If the president rejects slash vetoes a bill, a two-thirds vote of each House of Congress is required to do what? And that is to pass the bill over the president's veto. So in order to get around a veto, uh, Congress has to pass uh, pass it by a two-thirds vote. It's a tough number to get to. All right, sounds like it should be easy, but it's pretty difficult. The legislative branch has the ability to veto, override, reject presidential nominations for federal judges, and impeach or remove the president. This is known as the legislative branches. That's their checks on the executive branch. Remember, checks and balances. Don't get it confused with separation of powers. The separation of powers is where we divvy up the powers, and then we let all those different groups that have power to check each other. And so those are ones that the legislative branch has on the executive branch. At the Constitutional Convention, the Great Compromise helped settle a major dispute. What was that major dispute over? Okay. Um, so the Great Compromise, remember, is going to settle the question about representation. So it's uh, going to, to settle the fact that the South, or excuse me, the, uh, the big states wanted to have representation based on population. The little states wanted to be fair. So the Great Compromise combines those things. Others dealt with taxation and representation and uh, slavery. Okay. Uh, at the Constitutional Convention, the Virginia Plan granted more power to states with large populations. So that goes back to that combining of the, the, the Great Compromise. Uh, the Virginia Plan was all about state population determines how much representation you get. What happens after a bill is introduced in the legislative branch? A lot of stuff on this, the committee. Okay, so it's sent to committee for work, study, to do all those things. What are the powers denied to state governments? Okay, so powers denied to the state governments, if it's a denied power, that means it is expressly given to the federal government. So, for example, um, the federal government is the only one that can coin money. So the power to coin money is denied from the states. What are implied powers? Those are those powers that aren't spelled out in the Constitution, okay, but we can read the Constitution and we can interpret it. So, hey, it doesn't say in the Constitution that Congress can create a bank in the United States, but they did back in the day, all right? Back in the 1820s and 30s, they created a bank in the United States. Even though it doesn't say they can, they did. What are the powers of the legislative branch? Theirs is to write the laws. That's the most important thing. A government that has only a small number of people in power is called what? That's an oligarchy. So O-L-I-G-A-R-C-H-Y. Once again, O-L-I-G-A-R-C-H-Y. So an oligarchy. Uh, who is the day-to-day -day leader of the Senate? In theory, it's the president pro tempore. Remember, the vice president is the actual president of the Senate, but they're never there. So they don't actually lead it. Who assists the Speaker of the House when they want to make sure that members of their party are voting properly? That is the majority whip. So the Speaker of the House is the part of the majority party. When they want to make sure that people are voting how they want them to, they're going to contact the majority whip. It's just a, an assistant. I shouldn't say an assistant because it is a leadership position, but they are going to help out the Speaker and the majority party. What is a political action committee? Uh, it's a way to raise money for campaigns. Remember, if you remember in class, if you attend the class, I said that there's limits put on how much people can donate to uh, politicians. Okay. But let's pretend that I have more money that I want to donate. So I donate my money to you. 
because you're running for office and I give you my max amount, but I have more that I want to give. So let me turn around and give to this political action committee who can then turn around and give to you. And we get around some of those laws. Uh, what does the term enumerated power mean? Uh, that is expressly stated in the Constitution, and it gives the powers to the federal government, to the state governments, typically to the federal government. But the enumerated powers, the express powers, give powers to those. Uh, they're right in the Constitution. Uh, what are the limits on re-election for the members of the U.S. and uh, House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate? There are none. Okay, there are no term limits. They can run as many times as they want to. They can win as many times as they get elected. If you believe in strict interpretation of the Constitution, why would you have a concern with the elastic clause? Okay, the elastic clause is similar to the implied powers. Uh, it allows Congress to do things kind of outside of what's specifically written in the Constitution. But they're allowed to because they have the necessary and proper clause. So uh, it allows Congress to stretch their powers. All right. Uh, what is the main reason for the United States Bill of Rights? Well, to protect our civil liberties, to protect our individual rights. Remember, all those things, free speech, free press, uh, the right to bear arms, no unlawful search and seizures, and all those things. Those are our individual rights that are protected. What form of government has the most amount of citizen participation? That is the democracy. A government consists of a single self-appointed ruler who holds political control over an entire country and has the least amount of citizen participation. This is known as, that's an autocracy, okay? A-U-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y. So A-U-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y, an autocracy, all right? Um, it's similar. Someone uh, gave the example of a dictatorship in class, uh, and that is, you know, it's kind of that, where this person is going to take the power and they're going to run things. All right. The type of attachment that members of Congress often assign to a bill that might not otherwise stand a chance of passing on their own as a law. Oftentimes, the two things are unrelated. And that is a rider. So R-I-D-E-R, -E like I'm going to go ride a bike. So here is my main bill. All right. And it is about uh, schools and school lunches. OK. And someone comes along and says, you know what? I want to add a bill to that bill that deals with uh, building more planes for the army. So they attach it to the bill. That's a rider, okay? They can be positive, they can be negative. Sometimes you put a bill on there that's gonna try and kill the bill, all right? Because you know it won't pass. So let me give a gazillion dollars to this warlord who's destroying people's homes. That's not gonna pass. That's not gonna help anything pass. But that's a rider where they add stuff to a bill. Uh, when a senator wants to delay voting on a bill, they may find controversial or otherwise objectionable. What is that called? That is the filibuster. That is F-I-L-I-B-U-S-T-E-R, the filibuster. The filibuster is a tool of the minority party, and it's where they try and delay action on bills by talking a bill to death. What is the most important position in the House of Representatives? The Speaker of the House. I would argue it's the most powerful position in all of Congress, Speaker of the House. And then what is the name title of the individual overseeing the Senate according to the Constitution? So by the Constitution, who's supposed to be in charge of the Senate? That is the Vice President. All right. Okay, guys, that is your review. 11 minutes, not bad. Uh, if you have questions, as always, contact me through Remind, contact me through email. Uh, if you are a Zoomer, you don't have to log in to take the test. Just take the test when you want to. I will put grades in as they come in tomorrow during seventh period. <clears throat> but I won't put an NTI in until Monday. So you kind of have the weekend to get this done. 
uh, please take advantage of the time. Get stuff done. Get makeup work done. I want to give you a grade for all those things. So help me help you. All right, guys, if I don't see you, y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy your day off on Friday. Uh, it's supposed to be nice weather, so go outside and play. Get some fresh air, and uh, we'll come back strong on Monday. And then Tuesday is another digital day, <clears throat> and then uh, we'll make our run to spring break. All right, guys, y'all have a great day, and I'll talk to you in class. Bye-bye.